right. Hello, my name is Leslie Kane, and I am the host of the Why Not Today podcast. This podcast is to celebrate people who have been courageous and said, why not today? I started this podcast in honor of my father, Patrick Kane, who often said, why not today? I am based in Reston, Virginia, a planned community right outside of Washington, D.C., and thank you for joining us today. And I'm super excited to have Todd Carter as my guest today. And before we hear from Todd, I always talk about connections and how you meet somebody and just the connections. And I guess this will actually speak to you, Todd, is I do, and I'm going to talk about this in a minute, but I do remember when we met, but I was very impressed with you that you were very new to Reston and we're very well connected. And it, I think it started from one conversation and one person in a parking lot, which connected you to somebody else and somebody else. Isn't that how connections work? I was talking today, um, today's actually when we're recording this is Friday the 13th, which is Mary Kay's anniversary, which is my, the business that I run. And Mary Kay actually started on Friday the 13th. Um, so we start on Friday the 13th, not of May, but people often think, Friday the 13th can be an unlucky day, but you know what? You're lucky if you decide you're gonna be lucky. Um, somebody else said to me one time, you can't, things don't fall on your lap unless your lap is out there. So just being ready. So connections is really about just looking for it and who you're gonna meet. So I'm um, super excited to hear from Todd today. And Todd's company is, and I'm probably gonna, it's Tailored for Living. Tailored Living. Featuring okay. from your garage. Yeah. Okay. Got to get that part in. So I met Todd. Um, and I remember we were at Calypso's with James and Angela. They were doing a event and you had just gotten back. They were doing a training thing. You had just gotten back from a conference and said you heard somebody speak. I think it was Brendan Bruchard. Mm, I don't remember that. Okay. Somebody spoke who said, and I think that was who it is because I follow, used to follow him a lot, that his mom um, was a Mary Kay consultant or director. I think that's who it was. And then, you know, we met and you started telling me, as I said in the beginning, all the people you knew, I'm like, how have you lived in Reston? Not that long and you're already so connected. But I think it was, wasn't it Casey or um, Chuck Beach that you met? That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you have, like, better, you have a much better memory than me. You know, it's funny. I often say when I meet somebody and I remember where I met them and all the details that so they're going to be in my life forever. And I kind of feel like you and your family are definitely part yeah. of my life. Um, so yeah, we've had lots of connections and then went full circle, got to know you, got to know your wife, Juliana, and then your daughter, Hannah. Um, she tried Mary Kay as a young, young teenager skincare. And then Fast forward a couple of years, she actually worked for me and is working for me now and probably been the best assistant I've ever had. She ran circles around everybody. So good upbringing on your uh, you. raising well, That's very Hannah. generous of you. I think also, if I'm not mistaken, she had uh, like a Mary Kay birthday party with some of her girlfriends on one of her birthdays. And that was part yep. of- She part did. Of the, and you did a nice job having teaching her and her friends a little bit about skincare and, and all that great stuff. Yep. That and, and another, um, great thing about Hannah is her birthday instead of getting gifts she asked her friends to donate to shelter house which yep. again goes full circle that I was on the board at the time and it's a shelter that helps fight um, women in domestic violence and Mary Kay that's one of our charitable foundations so life just goes round and round and full circle so it does. Us, 
I was going to say that Chuck Veach story is funny because when we were moving into the area and another friend of mine was like, how did that happen to you? I literally was driving from parking lot to parking lot looking for space for our new growing company to get out of the house. So we weren't in the house and happened to pull into this park nearby here, which is gone now uh, due to the train, but I walked yes. in and pulled up and, and out walks Chuck Veach who happened to own the building and I said, I'm looking for space. And I, I relayed that story to another close friend. And she was like, you just ran into Chuck Veach? Like he was one of the founders of Rustin, basically. Mm -hmm. So um, small yeah. world. Yep, absolutely. World. Chuck's son and I, or Casey, his son, and I went to yeah. middle school together and Chuck worked with my dad. And yeah, you've been connected with lots of people, which is yep. awesome. So you tell us your, tell us your story, a little about you and a fun fact that people might know not know about Todd Carter. Sure. Uh, well, born and raised originally in Pennsylvania, so corn country, about an hour north of Philadelphia. And uh, let's see. So uh, made my way down here circuitously. So my wife, Julianne, and I met um, at Anderson Consulting, now Accenture, the big consulting firm, went to Chicago for a graduate program in education and learning sciences. So one little fact is that we have a degree in cognition and learning, a master's degree from Northwestern. Um, even though I know, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, so we were designing learning systems uh, for large companies. And so that oh, was wow. a, a really cool um, program around how people think and learn mm -hmm. and that Northwestern had. And we were sponsored by Accenture to go there and loved Chicago so much that we stayed, got married. Both our kids were born there. So we have a lot of Chicago connection as well. And then, um, and I think it's, it's probably a good lead in to, let me, I'll give you the one, I'll give you the one fun fact I'd say is that in terms of where I grew up uh, outside of Philadelphia, my, my mother's side of the family was from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And through some genealogical research kind of found out that I think it was maybe four or five generations back of my mom's side of the family all worked for Bethlehem Steel. So my grandparents grew up there. So I spent a lot of time in Bethlehem. So my grandfather, then my father as well, and then several grandfathers in tool and die casting. And so learned a lot about the steel industry and, and so forth growing up. So that's kind of a little bit of, of history on me. I didn't know that. So I think I've been in Bethlehem a long time ago when I was working in broadcasting, but again, that was a long time ago. So this podcast is about saying why not today and doing courageous things. So before we kind of hear your story, what does courage mean to you? It's a good question. And I think it probably means a little bit something different to a lot of different people. For me, I'd say courage is, is having some kind of a conviction, something you feel strongly about and, and having the the courage to, to not, to sort of set aside the, whatever fears you might have in your heart or your mind and, and reach out and, and go for it, whether it's um, something that you've always wanted to pursue or starting something or joining something or building something, I think is the ability to kind of either gently, slowly, or quickly push aside those fears and, and, and take that step uh, and, and try that thing you wanted to do forever. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's what this whole podcast is really about is doing those things. And um, I know I mentioned this often is how many people have those ideas and thoughts and want to do it, but never do it because fears gets right. in the way. So it does yeah. take courage to take that first step 
So let's talk about um, what you've done in your life that you said that took that courage and um, let you live, go on the path that you're on now. So what was that courageous thing you did or the why not today? Yeah. And, um, and sometimes I think, I think it's thinking counter cyclically. So I did want to mention, cause I forgot up front May uh, Friday, the 13th is actually one of my favorite days. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's so weird. It is Friday the 13th. And, uh, 13 was my number playing soccer growing up. So it's always been one of my favorite numbers and my feelings are always hurt when airplanes and buildings don't have a 13th floor or row. Um, so it's just another indication of like trying to think logically about things. And so but I would I say just before you tell your story, just talk about thir 13 and, ele and elevators. Mary Kay actually um, was looking for a new building several years ago and found a building. It was a bank building that was um, um, was available all of a sudden and it had 13 floors. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So yeah, Mary Kay definitely. That is definitely the number for Mary Kay. So it's kind of fun that we're doing this on Friday. I the know. Week, but it's your day and Mary Kay's day. Exactly. Nothing um, happens by accident. So yeah, share your story. Yeah, so I, I think it kind of, I mean, there's lots of different stories. I'd say the one that's been most impactful and really what brought us to Virginia. Oops, I think we're freezing. You still have me? Yep, now I do. Okay. Okay, good. So. <laughs> probably the the most impactful thing and that that took courage for Juliana and I together was we were living in Chicago and I had uh, started an educational software company with a good friend of mine and we had recently sold that company and exited and I was working for the the new company uh, that purchased the company and so as part of that I had to do a lot of travel and you know we had little kids and and I was feeling like I wasn't being present for my family. And right when Henry was born, um, our second child, uh, a very good pediatrician diagnosed a heart murmur uh, about a month at his one month checkup. And so we unfortunately found out that he had a congenital heart condition that wow. required, yeah, required basically. Okay, I'm not sure you knew that. You've never heard this story. All right. So he had a condition called Al Kappa, which basically was bad plumbing of his, um, his arteries. And so he had unclean blood pumping into his primary left ventricle, which meant that basically undiagnosed, he would have been one of those blue babies who would have probably had a heart attack and died in his sleep oh, wow. within, a, within a couple of months. And so we were incredibly fortunate to have such great medical care in Chicago. And they discovered this and from the moment that they diagnosed his condition to the time that he underwent the surgery was about 48 hours. Oh, so wow. we had almost no time to process that. And then our five-week-old son was undergoing open-heart surgery at Children's Hospital in Chicago. And obviously, uh, at least knowing our family, you know, it's a happy ending to the story. It was yeah. a, one, a once and done surgery. And uh, really that you know, was an incredibly impactful experience for us, obviously, as those tend to be. And yeah. we fell on the fortunate side of still having our healthy, almost 16-year-old son with us and doing incredibly well. But it was a wake-up call in terms of why not today. And so for us, that meant, okay, great, we're going to evaluate everything we want in life and what we're doing. And we literally journaled at night and wrote down 
in all these areas of our life, spiritually, financially, um, socially, what do we want? Let's prioritize that. And I'd say that his condition led to us basically saying, why not today? So within nine months, since within him being nine months old, we had decided to pack up our house, sell the house in Chicago, buy a new business for me to run and start, which is the company Tailored Living. It's a franchise company. So we did a franchise search, sold our house, purchased a business, moved to Virginia to be closer to the rest of our family, which we thought was really important. Um, And basically defined the life we wanted to lead and decided why not today and just let it. Um, And so that's the crux of it of why we're here and how we got here was was really a lot to do with your your theory and question of like, why not today? And so, you know, it's been an exercise in courage to do all of those things at once and and uproot and change both our careers and our 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 home all all at the same time. Right. And yeah, so it sounds like it was a pretty quick decision, obviously. And I love yes. that you guys took the time to journal and look and like decide what you want and how many people don't in their life. I heard something the other day. It says people spend more time and effort planning for a vacation than they do their life. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And how true that is. And yeah, family is super important and being close to them. Um, I've been blessed that my family's been local. And I don't know if you knew this, but my youngest sister, Amanda, when she was born, she was, I guess, a little over a year, but she had a hole, was born with a hole in her heart. So she actually had open heart surgery at yeah. Children's Hospital. Yeah. Um, and never had a problem since. And it's funny, after she had the surgery, the surgeon's like, well, she'll be up and walking in a few days. My mom or dad's like, well, that's amazing because she didn't walk when she came in here. <laughs> so she didn't walk immediately, but she got there. So yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, we learned a lot through that process of some of the misfortune of multiple surgeries and, you know, the, the cost on the system uh, psychologically and otherwise and financially, but it's it's scary when, when you go through it for sure. Yeah. And you know, some other, another why not today kind of thing or courageous thing that I remember is didn't you come down here and find the house and told Juliana about it, but she didn't even see it before you bought it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, maybe from a young age, both others and I've conditioned myself to sort of like uh, carpe diem seize the day, but yes, I mean, I came without her and basically saw the house, thought that's the one, took videos and pictures, and she signed off remotely, which is unusual. I did have her yeah. sister, I did have her sister with me to walk through the house, and so she did have other family input on it, at least, um, and my brother's the realtor, so, you know, we had family involvement. Right, yeah, and yeah. that was long before the days of, you know, everything's done remotely, and that's kind of how people are buying houses today, but yeah, you know, another connection, just talking about connections where you bought your house and is, are living is like where I, right down the street from where I grew up and Hope Road was our playground and where we hung out and um, spent many, many times in my childhood, like right there and know a lot of your neighbors from when I was a kid. So it's funny how yes. the connections just keep coming. I, I know you're the six degrees of Leslie Kane. I mean, <laughs> everybody in town and that's, that's, that's a gift. Yeah, definitely. So... Let me see. How did you feel? Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Well, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't say like the other 
the philosophy that's sort of embedded the why not today in my life, and, and Juliana knows this more than anybody, is um, I lost my father when I was 21, and I was oh, wow. just six months from graduating uh, from William and Mary, and uh, he had a a lung disease that turned his lungs into scar tissue slowly, and so um, called idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, and so. He passed away at 49 and mm. I turned 51 tomorrow. And so- I did not know that, happy birthday. Yeah, thank you, yeah. So I think it, losing a parent at a very young age or at a reasonably young age like that um, absolutely made me own the why not today philosophy because you just don't know how long you have. No. So whenever we're planning trips or vacations it's it happens quickly and then we go and do it or when we're planning events and things and so i think that's the other part of my story personally that you don't know how long you have and so you better make the most of every moment and you know why not today it becomes a lot more important when you see somebody lose their life at a young age yeah absolutely i did not know that fact about you either so learn all kinds of things about you there you go, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. So do you ever have um, a regret of something you didn't do? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I don't have a lot of regrets, but there, there, there is one in particular that always occurs to me. And I, um, I'm not sure why it is the one that always pops to mind is I, uh, as I mentioned, I went to William and Mary and um, I, I loved French language and, and doing uh, French in uh, high school. I did four years in high school and I did a semester or so in college, but I didn't stick with it. And then in particular, the one path that I really, because I love to travel so much and explore the world, I, I always regret not taking like my junior year abroad or taking a large, long semester abroad. And so at the time I was dating somebody and I, I was in a relationship and I think I, I made that the priority, but in hindsight, I really wish I could go back and 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 do that year abroad. Um, and Williamsburg tends to be a small town, and so I think uh, like a year or half a year break in the middle of, of four years down there would have been a, would have been a nice change. You know, it's interesting you say that, and I think I quoted this very beginning my first podcast. Is do you know who Dan Pink or Daniel Pink is? Have you ever heard of yeah. him? So I guess he's, he's local. He's local too. Um, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, he lives in D.C. Karen Cleveland actually knows him. Um, Is he the IQ guy, like the intelligent quotient? Um, Daniel Pink. Sure. I think he's a cognitive psychologist or something. No. Yeah, he's written several books, but his most recent book is called Regrets, and uh, and he talks about the things we most often regret the things we didn't do than the things we do. You know, making right. that quick decision to move to D.C. or quitting the job or, you know, all those things that we do to be brave and courageous, rarely regret. The things we regret are the things we didn't do. And he said the number one regret across the board of people in the United States was not studying abroad in college. Interesting. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah I was I, like, and I regret that too. And I'm so excited for your daughter, Hannah, who is going yeah. at the end of the month to Turkey. My nephew who's a, yeah. who just finished his freshman year too. He's in Iceland now yeah we were just we might do a summer trip to iceland well, because why to, not today like, why not today exactly so yeah. yeah and as you know i get to travel lots with my business now so yeah. i am um not at the moment but going to be down at smith mountain lake in a couple hours and there for a month because i can and why not today 
Fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah uh, I think there's no, there's no accident that Hannah ended up at a school that affords a lot of work study opportunities and study abroad opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. She probably listened to her your regret and was like, I'm not missing out. Yeah, exactly. Right. So what encouragement would you give somebody to say why not today and be courageous? Oh, that's a good question. You know, I would say if if there are fears that are gripping you that sometimes to start with the small things, right? So maybe maybe the museum that you've always wanted to visit that you actually just do it or you take a half a day and do it or I think sometimes it, it is that training that once you do it, something good is going to result in it and you'll be glad. So if you are afraid to move, you know, to New Zealand, then maybe don't start with that one, right? right. It's that building up. So I think my advice would be like, what are the, the small things that you've wanted to do? Like, I, I've been always meaning to fix and spray paint that thing in my house and I never did it. So maybe today I'm going to like take it out and refinish it and spray paint it and have it done. And, and so I'd say like, start with something incremental to, to train yourself that, that it's super rewarding to take those risks and starting with a small risk is fine. Yeah, and they add up and I think it, it strengthens your courage muscle. And I always tell people, yeah. you know, even the little things, like when you get up in the morning and you're like, should I do it or should, not? should I not? And I always say, when you put your head on the pillow at night, how are you gonna feel if you did it? And think of yeah. those thoughts and think of the good things that might come of it. And because you never know. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if you have you read the Atomic Habits book? I have many times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you can write yourself a note and leave it nearby or put your shoes near your bed if you want to work out, right? Your sneakers. So there's there's ways to encourage those habits, but uh, I love that yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I often see you walk, running around the lake, walking around the lake as we pass each other. Um, so I always say, you know, in these podcasts, try to do a connection back to my dad. And I interviewed somebody a couple of weeks ago and she's like, I didn't know your dad, which I don't know. Did you ever meet my dad? I don't think so. I believe I, you know, saw him at events from afar, but hadn't personally met your dad. But okay. I, I, yeah. I do remember him being the man around the lake. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you move to rest? We moved 2007. Okay. So he had a... Was he? Yeah, go ahead. He was not on the lake then, but he had his no, no. first stroke in 2000. I think they moved from the lake at 2003. Um, so, but, you know, so I always try to say, okay, how can we connect back? And oh my gosh, there's so many connections back. So first of all, living at Hook Road, which literally yeah. my dad would scream from the house um, if we'd be at Hook Road from either when we lived at the lake or we lived um, in Colson Cluster and we could be at Hook Road and hear my dad screaming for us to come home for dinner um, yeah. to the way that you jumped right into Reston and connected with people. And that was, I think, one of his biggest superpowers was connecting. Um, awesome. Actually started the chamber. I don't know if you knew that, but oh, anyway, that's fantastic. yeah, he was one of the founding members and not because he had local business. His business was all over the country, but because he was raising six kids in a community. Um, yeah. He was very good friends with Chuck Veach and um and yes, you were on South Shore, right? We talked about that. And we yeah. are now, we we have, you know, access to Parcel D. and you Which know, you, they're yeah. working on. Did you, I saw yeah. a meeting, which we talked about, which, you yeah. know, that's my dad worked on a lot. And yeah, Parcel D's a property next to the house that I grew up in that you actually have access to. Um, 
oh no, I think we lost Todd. So he just went off. So maybe he'll come back on. So I think we are just tying things up. So lots of connections to my dad and Todd. Oops, here he comes again. Maybe. Yay. Are you back? Sorry, I'm back. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so I was just saying with lots of connections just in Reston and my dad and um, you just jumped into Reston and been a part of it, which is awesome because it is an amazing community. Um, well, I wanted to, I mean, I'd have to say, although I didn't know your father, I mean, I think you're honoring his legacy and doing amazing work and keeping Reston connected and honoring the legacy of the generation before us that sort of built Reston and everything that it's about. And you're doing a remarkable job of nurturing all those connections and relationships. And, and even this podcast is, is no small effort in, in doing that. Yeah, well, thank you. And, you know, it's interesting. My dad often said I can remember it and just like one of those ugh, dad comments and rolling your eyes is like, you need to get involved. Your generation needs to get involved. And so it's fun to go to things, participate in things and see our generation and the generation like Hannah, you know, getting yep. involved and making a difference. And I think they're catching on faster than we did. Yeah. Um, Cause I do remember many conversations, my dad and just rolling my eyes, like really, but it does make a difference and you're living in community to give back to community. And I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed doing these podcasts and getting to know different people and their stories and learned a lot about you that I didn't know. So how can people you find go. you? People can find me. Um, you can reach me P Todd Carter at Gmail for personal stuff. And then for the company, if you do tailored living Northern Virginia on Facebook or Instagram, that's probably the best way to reach out to us. Okay. And you guys do great work. And um, thank you. Every time I bring something to your house and see a garage, I'm like, oh my, it looks amazing. And who was yeah, I garage talking in. to? Um, I was talking to somebody this week who you're doing their closet. Could be a lot of folks. I don't know. Oh, I don't remember who it was. Somebody building a house or moving somewhere and you're doing their closet, but I don't remember who it was. I'm, I'm, I'm super glad to hear that. Yes. So you do great work. Well, thank you again for joining us, for sharing your story with us. Um, you can find the Why Not Today podcast on Spotify and iTunes. We release a new podcast every other Saturday. Um, and I think you can like, comment, and share, tell your friends. and Absolutely. Um, Todd, I'll post this. We do have a Facebook page and Instagram page for Why Not Today, and I will post that and then feel free to share it. And thank you so much for being my guest. Any parting words? It's been a pleasure to be involved. I wish you amazing uh, success with the podcast and you're off to a great start. Well, thank you. And thanks for being on. So I'm going to say goodbye. Have a great time at the lake. I will. Thank you. I'm going to say why not today a lot. Why not today? <laughs> <laughs>